All right, let's talk about crypto. I have not talked to you in about a month, so we will just talk about random topics. Uh, first off, we we'll just say this is not financial advice, just entertainment, just talking about what I'm doing, things that are interesting. Um, as you know, I'm not doing the YouTube videos anymore, uh, maybe not even doing the podcast anymore, but once in a while I may pop in and say hello and give a little update. Nothing much has changed uh, as far as my investment strategies. I'm still getting Bitcoin when it is under 10 grand and it has popped uh, up to 10 grand, I think about five times now, and uh, is still struggling. So um, the hot topic now, of course, in, in cryptocurrency is the DeFi market. Um, everybody's talking about DeFi, DeFi, DeFi. Now, um, on our videos and in our podcast, we talked about DeFi a long time ago. We talked about cryptocurrency being at risk by the governments and things like that. So that is something to always keep in mind. But I've always said that Coinbase is safer, in my opinion, if you're in the U.S., because they are licensed. They are headquartered in New York. Um... They have approved what they've done through the government agencies. And I've said also that Bitcoin and Ethereum have been uh, recognized by the SCE. And these items are now, you know, being traded. There are stocks that you can buy, such as Grayscale. And sometimes you might hear on Ivan on Tech's uh, YouTube channel, which I really like him a lot. He's super smart. But uh, he has said, you know, that only accredited investors can buy Grayscale and only um, institutional investors can buy Grayscale. And that is not entirely true. If you get a Fidelity account and you certify the certain things that you can, that you, you know, will not invest more than will hurt you and things like this, that's what I did. And they have allowed me to buy Grayscale Investments. And I am not um, an accredited investor. Um, so they did not require that. Um, they did ask me, you know, how much... I think they asked me how much I made. They knew what was in my accounts and things like that. So um, I do believe if I were to put in a huge amount of money and it were to offset, you know, say my 401k or my retirement or something like that, um, they might... Maybe maybe they'd get a warning flag and and be able to step in. I'm not sure, but uh, they did ask a few questions. Nothing too detailed. Nothing more than uh, not as much as it, you know it took to open the account and everything. But that's one way you may want to get into it if you're confused about wallets and cryptocurrency exchanges and things like that. But holding your own crypto is. Um, a good idea and you can read a lot and hear a lot and look at a lot of videos on how to store safely um, in cold wallets that are not online and uh, there's a number of ways to do that you can look through some of our videos and podcasts and we talk about several different techniques to do that now Bitcoin is running $9,321 right now Ethereum has gone up though uh, 228 so um, that's that one's doing pretty good now, some of the side coins that I have invested in are um, Chainlink. I didn't invest in that for a while, and um, I actually did sell it when it was uh, 
pretty close to $4. Uh, I went ahead and cashed, cashed it out and bought, uh, I bought some Ethereum. And I have been putting in some uh, Tezos, and I keep that on the um, Coinbase account. I buy it on Coinbase Pro because it's cheaper. And then I transfer it to my Coinbase wallet, and they pay me a nice little um, interest every, that's about every three days. Let's see, I'm looking at it right now. It's paying 4.9% uh, staking rewards, and Tezos has done pretty good. It's dropped... Um, three quarters of a percent today but overall um, I think we're up pretty good if you've been buying it over the last few months and let's see um, you know I only have uh, what how much do I have in here portfolio I have like two hundred and thirty dollars in Tezos and um, it is let's see what they paid they just paid an interest payment today just a few pennies in value, you know, in what it converts to. I can't seem to see it right here. It was here. Tezos. I think it's like, it pays me like about maybe eight cents, nine cents, about once or twice a week, about twice a week, I think it pays. So, you know, that's one way. Um, if you had a couple thousand in there, then I guess it would pay you, oh, you know, probably. Uh, a couple dollars a week, something like that. So I don't have that much in there, but I'm getting a few pennies here and there, and it all adds up over time. Now in my Celsius wallet, um, you know, that is uh, in, that's uh, a third party through, I think it's Bitco, and also they're insured with Lloyds of London. And when other markets that are leveraging crypto for loans and stuff and then paying interest and stuff like that, um, when we had that big drop um, where uh, a lot of those people were liquidated, um, that did not happen on Celsius. Everything just kept going like normal, and uh, they kept paying out their interest. It was pretty good, and uh, I'm trying to log on to it right now to give you an update. But I think it's fairly safe. I mean, I wouldn't put my life savings in there or anything, but um, I've had good luck with it and, uh, you know, good fortune, whatever. And I don't keep all of my Bitcoin in there or all my cryptocurrency. I put, um, I've been putting like half of it in there or so. So um, on Bitcoin, they're paying 4%, 4.03% on Bitcoin. They pay monthly or weekly rather. And then that interest is actually compounded. So that's pretty good. Um, they're paying 8.69% on USD coin. Um, multi-collateral DAI is paying 8.69%. Uh, Ethereum's paying 3.82%. Litecoin is a little over 4%. EOS. All the stable coins are pretty much paying uh, over 8.5%. So, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, it has it been doing well. It's nice to have your cryptocurrency in there. Uh, unlike trading, where you're, you know, you may hit it big, but it's it's really hard to do unless you create a full-time job out of it. So let's talk about DeFi. A lot of stuff happening with DeFi. Um, it's been the hottest topic with the, um, because of the token, um, Compound. Compound is uh, another type of an app. We just talked about the Celsius wallet and how you can get interest. And Compound is another way that does that. 
I believe it's a little bit more decentralized than um, than the Celsius wallet. But uh, there's been a lot of hype. Uh, 8% on, uh, I think it's true USD. they're paying 8, 8% interest on. Most of the other stuff is uh, lower, maybe 2, 3, 4%, what have you. And the compound coin has been going crazy because um, they have a token. The Celsius wallet, they also have a Celsius token too. Um, so it's been going crazy, and they're about to get listed on Coinbase. So um, I think I think that uh, is an interesting project, and uh, I don't know what, what will become of it, but it's something to look at if you're interested in the DeFi craze. Um, I would just try to stick with these safer companies. I don't really know that much about Compound, so you might want to look into that a little bit more. But um, a, a another YouTuber, Nicholas Merton, uh, he does Data Dash, and uh, he's very good at looking at data and looking at it uh, through a kind of conservative, um, you know, more rational viewpoint. He's not all hype and and all of that. He looks for the long term on a lot of things and um, does, you know, very small speculative things. But he's just created a digital um, or a, an app, which is a combination of a wallet and also a... Um, it ties into your Celsius wallet and also can tie into the compound wallet. So uh, it's still kind of buggy right now, but um, they're working on it and I'm sure they'll get it all fixed. But uh, also, you know, there is uh, very low fees is what they have in planned for using this to, to spend. So kind of cool. Um, they do want to create an actual debit card. But um, you have it built into your wallet as well. So that's kind of cool. Um, you can spend, save, or earn with this application, Digifox. And um, so I'm keeping my eye on that. It's pretty interesting. I've actually already downloaded one and uh, actually invested a little bit in his uh, WeFunder, which is kind of like a crowdfunding. And uh, what you're actually doing is buying equity in the company. So that could convert into like a stock at some point should the company um, continue on and, and move forward as a company that, uh, you know, some of them don't. Some of them fail. Some of them fall apart and they lose everything. But should he uh, be successful and move forward? And I think he has the wherewithal to do that. Um, he speaks very intelligently. He makes very intelligent moves the way he invests. And um, he's very stable. He's been in in the crypto um, uh, audience uh, since before I was. I didn't start until uh, March of 2018, even though, um, you know, I was an early Bitcoin um, dabbler back in 2000, late 2010. And uh, then again in 2017 is when I really got into it because um, I was just, I really just, kind of uh, played around with it way back in those days. I didn't get serious with it, but that's another story. So my uh, words of wisdom are invest, save, be careful, um, plant a garden, <laughs> uh, and do all these things, you know, balanced. Be balanced in all things. Don't uh, Don't put a ton of money in there. Put a little bit in. Uh, every week, every month, or whatever you can, your mad money, you know, and um, I do not think that, 
I think it's possible that we go into a huge recession slash depression, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen right away. I think it, it could take, you know, a year to two years before that happens. I think that uh, American government is going to play with currency and the banking and the stock market uh, and just keep fooling around with things enough to, to keep it afloat. Um, although I can see certainly dips and ebbs through all this experimentation. But, uh, you know, when you look at all the things that are out there, all the currencies that are out there, as bad as the U.S. currency is, it's still the favorite. And um, it's still the best. So until cryptocurrency reaches mainstream adoption, um, we are going to have to deal with those things. But the DeFi movement is making it where, you know, there's some options to integrate your um, American currency into, like, a Coinbase or Coinbase Pro, where you convert it into USDC, which is a United States dollar coin. And one coin is a dollar, it just stays a dollar, maybe moves up or down a penny or two, but it's usually at a dollar. You can convert that um, over very easily and uh, and invest if you want. So it's almost like using U.S. currency. And then kind of the thing I see for the future is with China creating their own digital currency, the the, the yuan or whatever it's called, and also United States talking about doing that. I could see them, you know, making their own currency, put it on these exchanges, um, or enabling it to be on these exchanges um, at a cost and forcing the exchanges to, to bow to regulation and forcing the exchanges to either minimize or limit their own currencies or integrate them somehow um, and moving these stable, all stable um coins, especially the ones that are not, you know, totally decentralized. Anyone that, if there's, if there's anything that's not like Bitcoin, where like, there's no way they can stop it, um, then they will stop it. That's, that's my opinion on that. So I think they will integrate and, and there's a lot of altcoins that are building the DeFi system. So, um, do research on that. Um, you know, Kyber, um, Algorand, um, these ones that are on Coinbase that are helping the DeFi um, movement, um, chain, Chainlink, these ones are building the apps and things that could be used for any cryptocurrency, even a Chinese, you know, yuan or a U.S. dollar uh, cryptocurrency. So think about that, that those types of applications you know, even if cryptocurrencies were attacked, those platforms could support these other um, currencies. So kind of have an open mind. It's like, yeah, it'd be great if we all moved to cryptocurrency and the government didn't have any control or power and couldn't watch our every breathing move and, you know, build opinions about us on our way we spend or save or whatever. But the reality is, is they're going to keep control. And at some point, um, they will come into this market and they will change this market. So when they do, what will survive? You know, I think Bitcoin and Ethereum, they've kind of created this little bubble where you can trade it. It may eventually just go to investor, um, investors and banks, you know. Um, you may only be able to invest in it in a grayscale account. 
Um, I don't think they'll do it like all at once, but they'll give you a chance to, you know, convert or something like that. You'll have to surrender it, just like Americans had to surrender gold and silver. That's kind of my opinion. Um, hate to see it happen, but I think that's what'll happen. And then these DeFi coins could actually still survive and benefit um, in the new cryptocurrency era that we are destined to go into. So there's my kind of thought on it. Um, maybe not the best news, but as an investor, you got to plan for everything, right? All right, that's it, guys. That's my latest, uh, greatest thoughts and tips of the day. Um, over and out.